0: Lectio Divina is a contemplative reading of the scriptures intended to help us grow deeper in relationship with God, in the way that God is revealing God's own self through the scriptures. One of the ways we read the scriptures is by joining in this practice that has been stewarded by the monastic tradition since the third century. Lectio Divina historically has four parts or movements as we make our way through a passage of scripture. Lectio, meditatio, oratio, contemplatio. Or in English, reading, reflecting, responding, and receiving. To these four traditional movements, we add a space to get ready on the front side and some time to review on the back side. For more resources and an overview of Lectio Divina, please visit us on our website at theAbbottColumbusChurch.
1: Before we begin, just a reminder that you can pause at any point if you need more time. We begin with invocatio, where the goal is to create a conversational space where we can become attentive to the presence and voice of God and free to respond and ultimately free to receive whatever gift God is offering us. So first, let's make sure you're in a physical space with minimal distractions. Once you've done that, I want you to take a moment to be quiet and notice any thoughts or concerns that might be distracting to you. Surrender these to Jesus and ask him to hold these for another time. Take a few moments right now and give those things to the Lord. In Revelation 3.20, Jesus stands at the door and knocks. He says, if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sit down with you. So using your imagination, I want you to open the door to your space. And in your own words, invite him to join you and let him know how much you're looking forward to this time together. Let's do that right now. Now that we've become more present to Jesus, I want you to tell them what you're hoping for from this time together. And you're free to use your own words, or, or you can pray this prayer with me. Lord, will you teach me your ways and draw me into deeper union with you? Will you give me a heart that says yes to your invitation and form me more fully into your likeness and then free me to partner with you and your mission as a result of this time together? Thank you. Now we're at Lectio and we're ready to read and to listen. I want you to know that today's reading involves a complex story where God could speak to you on several fronts. So, I'm encouraging you to listen carefully to what captures your attention and listen for where God is speaking to you personally in the story. I'm reading from Acts chapter 8, verses 4 through 19. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame or healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria, and claiming to be someone great. Everyone, from the least to the greatest, often spoke of him as the Great One, the power of God. They listened closely to him, because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, They sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given When the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. As we anticipate meditatio, I want to create a framework for your reflection on the passage. And because the story is multi layered, I want you to listen carefully to where the Spirit is addressing you. I think there are three elements in the story that seem key to the kingdom coming in power. And these are important both for the one hearing and receiving the good news of the kingdom, as well as for the one conveying or giving voice to the message of the kingdom of God. The first element, I believe, is that the message of Christ and life in his kingdom is being made known. It's being articulated. It's given voice where it can be heard. Second, is that there are noticeable effects of the Spirit's power that accompany the articulation or discussion of the reality and life of the kingdom of God. In fact, Luke identifies these as signs and wonders. And third, there is the necessity of the gift of the abiding spirit to ensure the ongoing life and work of the kingdom in a person's life. You can't help but notice all the attention that's given in the story to this third element. I mean, we're told that upon believing, the Samaritans had not yet received the spirit. Subsequently, The Spirit is given through the laying on of hands by the Apostles Peter and John. And finally, Simon, though a powerful person in his own right, recognizes the uniqueness and significance of the ability to confer and receive the abiding Spirit as believers in Christ and as participants in the life of the Kingdom of God. So now as we arrive at Meditatio, What you want to do is consider the meaning of the passage and its implications for your life. And then I encourage you to listen for God's specific invitation to you. As part of our meditatio, I'm going to ask three questions for you to reflect on. Now, it's likely that in this moment, God's interest in you revolves around one of these questions. Just one. I want you to listen carefully to the Spirit and reflect on the question that seems uppermost in God's heart for you. Let me read the three questions to you. Question one. To what extent are you giving voice to others about what you're hearing, seeing, learning, and experiencing of Christ and life in His kingdom? Question 2. What effects of the Spirit are you noticing as you engage with others about Christ and the unfolding work of his kingdom, whether in you or in them or in the world? Question 3. To what degree is your own hearing of the word and the truth of Christ and his kingdom being accompanied by the powerful work of the abiding Spirit in your life? I want to read these questions one more time. And again, where is God speaking to you? Question one To what extent are you giving voice to others about what you're hearing, seeing, learning, and experiencing of Christ and life in his kingdom? Question two. What effects of the Spirit are you noticing as you engage with others about Christ and the unfolding work of his kingdom in you or in them or in the world? And finally, question three: To what degree is your own hearing of the Word and the truth of Christ and His kingdom being accompanied by the powerful work of the abiding Spirit? who dwells in your life. So now take a few moments and reflect. Consider the question that most speaks to you and where you believe God is speaking to you through the text. Begin now. follow meditatio with oratio this is your chance to respond to what the spirit is saying to you to offer your prayer to God so considering what you have heard from God through the text what do you desire from him what do you want to ask for in prayer So let's take a few moments now. Speak to him from your heart and in your own words about what you would like him to do in you or give to you. Let's begin. And this brings us to contemplatio. The key word here is receive. It's about impartation. It's a gift from the Spirit. What do you notice about God's heart for you? How is he responding to your meditation or to your prayer? What do you think God desires to give you Let's take a few moments and listen and consider what God is saying to you and what he's offering you or asking of you. And now we come to the last movement and that is operatio. This is where we resolve to live into what has transpired in this time with God and the scriptures. What is it that you sense God is doing in you? How can you lean into what you are learning, what you are hearing, or what it is that God wants to plant into your life? Is there a step that you can take? Something that you might give yourself to? Just take a few moments here and consider what that might be. If maybe there's any commitment you'd like to make that you think is appropriate to what has transpired between you and God in this exercise. Do this now. at the end of our Lexio exercise, but let me suggest that if you have a notebook or journal, take a few minutes on your own to write down what seems important to you from this time. And you might ask yourself, is there anything I can share with someone else or with a small group or community group that I'm a part of? Maybe there's something that someone else can help you with or pray with you about. I'd like to close our time in prayer. Lord, as we continue in our day, help us to be attentive to your voice and movements. To be perceptive of the implications for our lives. To be responsive to your invitation. And ultimately, Lord, receptive of your gifts. Amen.